welcome to the weekly message from Encounter, where your past has no future and hope is reborn. Here is today's special guest speaker. So here I am. I get a chance to preach two weekends in a row. I like that. <laughs> so the thing is, is the Lord obviously has given me something fresh from the altar of God. Hallelujah. It's called, if you have your Bibles, turn with me to Matthew, the 24th chapter and the 46th verse. And the name of the sermon today is called, While You Can. Now, I have one of my daughters here in the house with me. And, um, but there was a time I had eight kids in the house at one time. I had this little old house in Strongsville, and it was 970 square feet. That's it, right? Thank the Lord that it had a full basement, okay? <laughs> I wouldn't know. I'd have had to stack them up. I don't know, right? <laughs> we completely redone the basement so all the youngins and all the kiddies, right, <laughs> were downstairs, all right? And, uh, and I remember having these, these, these lists of chores to do. D- did your parents ever do that for you? You had chores on the refrigerator. And, uh, and t- to my surprise, uh, I would come home and... Um, Nothing was done, all right? And maybe you didn't live that way, but nothing at all. And I would, I remember, I remember putting them all on a, a couch, and my youngest, Jaden, I was, I was being a dad, and I said, I can't believe it. I can't believe it. You were here all day and did nothing. I said, especially you, Jaden. Now, of course, he was only like four years old at the time, all right? I was just kidding around. But he looked at his, his siblings and goes, See, you got me in trouble, all right? And so we all laughed. We all laughed. But it kind of a, a, an equal thing of what we're going to talk about today, about while you can. Why don't we stand to our feet as we read the Word of God, and we're going to pray, and you can pray for me. The Lord anoints me with His Spirit, because, you know, if you hear just my words today, it'll fail you, because I am just flesh and blood, but if you hear what God has to say today, it can change your life. Matthew 24, 46, and the Word of God says, Blessed is that servant whom his Lord, when he comes, shall find so doing. Let us pray. Father, we thank you, Lord, for your Word. Father, I'm thankful that I can stand before these these wonderful people again, and bring your word. I am honored, Lord. I pray, Father God, that your, that your spirit will fill this room and the hearts will be open to hear your word, for I know that you want to stake, hallelujah, whoo, hallelujah, you want to stake a claim today. And I pray, Father God, that you would touch everyone in this house and be hearers of the word today. In the precious name of Jesus Christ, the righteous, we pray. And the church says, Amen. You can be seated. Now, I have a lot of scriptures I'm going to read today. You'll have to bear with me. Luke 2, 8 and 14. 
It says that, and there were in the same country shepherds abiding in the field, keeping watch over their flock by night. And lo, the angel of the Lord came upon them, and the glory of the Lord shone around about them, and they were sore afraid. And the angel said unto them, Fear not, for behold, I bring you good tidings of great joy, which shall be to all people. For unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior, which is Christ the Lord. And this shall be a sign unto you. And you shall find the babe wrapped in swaddling clothes, lying in a manger. And suddenly there was with the angel a multitude of heavenly hosts praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest and on earth peace goodwill toward men. Can I tell you today that when the announcement of the birth of Christ was not given to those who had money, it wasn't given to the government, uh, those who held great title in the government, uh, it wasn't given those who might have been spiritual. It wasn't given to those who were religious. It wasn't given those who were praying. It was given to just the third shift workers of the shepherds. Third shift. Now, I don't know how many here has actually worked third shift. That's a whole different lifestyle. Can someone say amen? It is, all right? There's some crazy people out there on third shift, right? Right? I'm not saying that you're one of them. I'm not saying, all right? But they're crazy people there, all right? So, but you know, the Lord, Justin, the Lord decided that he was going to go to just the regular old everyday people. Now, get this now. that They were shepherds, okay? There were sheep everywhere in that time, all right? They didn't go to the farmhouses where they had all the different type of animals. They went to the lowly shepherd, who was working third shift, and they told them of the majesty and the glory, hallelujah, and the glory that God was about ready to pour on this earth. It didn't, hallelujah, it didn't say that they were uh, looking for them to get saved. Hear me out. Uh, they, they, weren't, they weren't told, hey, listen, before Jesus comes, you better get on your knees, all right, because he's coming, all right. Uh, he's over all there in Bethlehem. No, he came for all people. He came as our Savior. He came as our King, Amen. Matthew 24, 37 and 42. It says, but as the days of Noah were, so shall also the coming of the Son of Man be. For as in the days that were before the flood, they were eating and drinking, marrying and giving in marriage until the day that Noah entered into the ark. And knew not until the flood came and took them all away. So shall also the coming of the Son of Man be. Then shall two be in the field. The one shall be taken and the other left. Two women shall be grinding at the meal. The one shall be taken and the other left. Watch therefore, 
for ye know not what hour your Lord doth come. Can I tell you this morning that God wants to shake you today. He wants to remind you that a promise is on the way. Can someone say amen? Can I tell you today that since the fathers fell asleep 2,000 years ago, even Paul himself was writing about one day Jesus was going to return. And he was expecting it then. Can I tell you today, your spirit needs to begin to be stirred up because the time of his return is at hand. You might say, well, Brother Dave, they've been saying that uh, for years. I remember back when I was just uh, a young man in Christ, uh, uh, the Church of God, they had this uh, big banner, and they went to all the churches, and they said, listen, Jesus is returning in 1987. Woo! Yeah! Well, what happened? They were saying, they said, listen, listen, here it is. Israel became a nation, and uh, and and and, and, and because of that, the last seven years, a generation runs 40 years, and the last seven years were, were going to be the tribulation period, and Jesus is just coming. Come on. Woo! Yeah! Jesus is coming. What happened? Yet now we, we look at our world, and I don't know about you, but I, sh- I shake my head at the things that are that are happening. Do you realize we've killed in this country more babies than most countries have in population? True story. And we make excuses for it. Oh, it's my body. I'll have control of it. It's okay. It's just a bunch of tissues, right? That's all it is. It's not really a, a breathing baby, right? Because let's be honest. Who's going to kill a baby, right? Come on. No one will. No one with any type of heart. But six million have died. Is the Lord coming soon? So, you know, the Lord is telling us today, and I'll, just give me a few minutes to build this foundation, and we'll get where we need to go. You know, on the internet and on YouTube, and you can check it ho- yourself at home when you uh, uh, this afternoon. But there are random people beginning to have dreams about the rapture. Now we're not talking about pastor so and so of a church of five thousand. We're not talking about most of them. They're young and they're old and they're nobodies. Hello, third shifters, maybe. All right, they're 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 just they're just regular people who have a relationship with God. But something's happening in their dreams. Oh, hallelujah! They see Jesus is returning, and they tell the stories. They're crying, and they rarely get on YouTube, and they're crying and say, "Listen, I I I." 
I wasn't going to share this, but I got to. But I had a dream a few days ago. Now, we're not talking about a couple, three, five, ten, twelve years ago. This year, 2020, a couple days ago, they had dreams about Jesus returning in the sky, and suddenly people are, are just disappearing and heading toward the sky. Just regular old people. And it doesn't, hallelujah, it doesn't surprise me at all that God would begin to tell those who may seem like nothing to this world. Who hallelujah. But he begins to tell them of the glory of his, of his return. And yet we sit. What do we do, God? Am I ready? In Jesus' birth time, all the religion, religious they had to hear it second and third, second and third time. God wants you to think of something today. There's a reason why you, you I can feel the presence of the Lord. There's a reason why God has chosen you to live in this time. There's a reason why God has said he's chosen you. Correct me if I'm wrong here. Didn't he say that he knew you before he formed in your belly, your mother's belly? Am I right that? that that's in the scriptures, right? So if he knew you before then, oh, hallelujah, he knew when he was going to bring you to this type of, of time. He knew that it was going to be you. It wasn't going to be Abraham and Isaac or Jacob. It wasn't going to be a Paul or Peter. It was going to be you. And God has a call on your life. And he desires for you, hallelujah, he desires for you to get busy because he's coming, people. The trumpet is about to sound. And do you want, hear me out this day, do you want to be wrestling with life? Do you want to be the one that's sitting there thinking, Oh, you know, I remember when I was 15, life was so much better then. I remember, and you romance about the, the past, and you sit there and you, 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 you wish, you outwardly wish, oh, I wish I could go back and do it all over again. You see it on Facebook all the time. Would you like to go back when you were six years old or 12 years old and you see people talk, but I don't know, but I miss my mom. And I understand that. My mom's, my mom's been dead for 20 years, and she loved Jesus. And I remember, Justin, I remember, I remember she was, she was in my, my sister's room, and she had just had a stroke, and she didn't know she had a stroke. And she was talking gibberish. And I, they had called me to, to the house, and I, you know, she, you know, I'm her eldest, and she, she knew I was coming with a purpose. So I walked in the room, and she kind of backed away, and she goes, just like that. And I go, Mom, listen, you're making no sense. You're making no sense at all. Something's happened. I loved her. She went to the hospital. She had a stroke. days later, she's coming home. Everything is great. I'm the one. I'm the one to pick her up, and we're going to go to Outback and have us a blooming onion and dip it in that sauce. I don't know what they make, but dude, it's good. You know it is, right? Mm -hmm. oh, I could have some right now. 
that, if there was a dipping sauce right here, I'd say, hold on a second. That's what I would do. And you're probably running down my mouth, and you'd give me a napkin and all that, and it's that good. You know what it is. You know, you're, you're saying, oh, man, I was going to go to a fun buffet afterwards. I think I'm going to go out back now. <laughs> but so, so I went to go pick up my mom, and I walked in just as a, a young pastor would do. I had my flowing leather, you like this, James, this, my flowing full-length leather coat. Where's my mama at? And suddenly, Jeff, I saw she wasn't there. And I said, there's a nurse in there. I said, ma'am, where's my mom at? And she, and she goes, Mr. Grabby, I'm sorry, but she had another episode. I took her home. It was 24 hours, and she took her last breath. And that was 20 years ago, and can I tell you, there's not many days that go by that I don't remember my mom. I love her so much, and I can't wait to see her again. But let me tell you this. The enemy will have you to romance you to continue to think about those times. Those times when things seem to be better or those who you loved are no longer here. Can I tell you that the Holy Spirit wants to begin to stir you and begin to tell you that, listen, there's going to come a time that you're going to be able to talk to them again, but I've got to work for you. Oh, hallelujah. I've chosen you for this time, and you need to go and get to about doing because I'm coming and I've called you for this time to talk to those who, who Peter couldn't reach, Paul couldn't reach, none of the disciples could reach, but Will, you could. You could reach them. So he sent Will to now. Oh, hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. I'm telling you, God wants to stir inside you. Stir your call. In April of 1775, the British were in the countryside all over the eastern coast. And Paul Revere was given the, the fame of this, but history tells us there was a, a man called Tracy who literally drove his horse all throughout the east coast. And what did he scream? The British are coming. The British are coming. The British are coming. Jesus is coming. Jesus is coming. Can I tell you, just three weeks later, Massachusetts, they began the Revolutionary War. Just three weeks. It wasn't three years. We're so, we're so tendered in this age because we, we fear this. I, I, I know, I, I'll confess, I fear this because when God tells me, maybe God doesn't do this to you, okay? But when God tells me, dude, it's happening soon. Okay, well, soon means about 90 seconds from now, right? 90 seconds from now, this is happening. Sometimes it's three years down the line, right? Sometimes it's longer than that. Can I, can I tell you today that the Lord wants to stir up in you that his time is coming. He will not delay. It will come as a thief in the night. It'll be just like it was in the day of Noah. They were, Will and Carol just got married. 
And the next day, Jesus came. Someone here, a festival. The next day, Jesus came. Life will be just like always. And if you think that it will never come, you, my friend, do you really want to be the one that misses the boat? And not only that, whatever you're struggling with, if you're struggling with sin or if you're struggling with life or, you know, you, you just... You're just tired of it. It seems that, Lord, help me get, get out what you want me to say here. You're just tired. You, you seem that you're always wrestling with something. Hello? That's for somebody here. You're always wrestling. And it seems victory seems to always be just right out of your, out of your fingertips. And suddenly when you touch it, here comes something else. God says today that put aside those things, ooh, hallelujah, that seem to be so important to you and understand. Just, give, just th- give it a little bit of thought. Just think, if Jesus come on Wednesday, well, who cares what happened Monday, Tuesday, right? Can someone say amen to that? If Jesus is coming on Wednesday, who cares what's happening Monday or Tuesday, right? Who cares? Do what God has called you to do. Everyone in this room, God has called you for a purpose, for a season, for a reason. And I'm telling you this day, his his name is being proclaimed to you even right now in your spirit. He's reminding you the things that he told you you need to do. He told you that he wanted you to pray for that person at Walmart. Or he wanted you to talk to that person at work. And, you know, I got hired at a place in Twinsburg, AAM. It was a great job. It was a hard job. We are well paid. But within a few months, the car industry, this. Days before I left, there was a young man there who was having some health problems. He knew that I knew Jesus. He came to me. He says, would you pray for me? Would you you talk to the Lord on my behalf? And, And we prayed and God touched his body and Suddenly, he went to the doctor. He came back the next day. He says, you won't believe it. Everything is fine. Everything is fine. My son-in-law, who has struggled with jobs forever, I was able to talk to a few people. They needed a, a welder. He got in there. I was only there for a short time. My time was just just minutes. He's still working there. But don't, don't miss what I'm trying to say. My time with there was just minutes. It was there just for me to do what I had to do. And as soon as I got, got it done, guess what? God sent me away to my next opportunity to share. Today, the Lord wants you to accept the fact that he's coming again. And more than just that, he wants you to, to, to act like he is. Hmm. Oh, wow, I feel that. 
He wants you to act like tomorrow might not come. He wants you to, now, does he want you to sit there and say, oh, what am I going to do? Tomorrow might not come. No. Put aside those things who that so easily beset you and run that race. Run it. Forgetting, don't miss this, forgetting those things that are behind you have all the time in the world to reminisce. You can think when, when if the Lord doesn't uh, uh, come tomorrow, the next day, you can, you can remember the day before that, okay? Don't worry about the reminiscing. You'll have time to remember. God wants you to do. He want, he's, he's empowering you today to do something with your life. And you, you may be struggling today with, with life itself. Listen, I, you know, I'm 57, but, you know, I can barely remember what happened yesterday. But trust me, when I was 18, I remember every minute. <laughs> Am I the only one in the house like that? I mean, I remember what happened in high school. I remember that girl who said she liked me and then punched me in the shoulder. Man, it hurt. I didn't want to say anything because, Randall, it hurt my shoulder, and she's a girl, okay? I didn't want that to happen, right? So, but I remember, the, I remember it being so vivid. I'm telling you. God wants to, to do something different in your life today. He wants you to, to take hold of the fact that he's called you for this time, and he's about to return, and he wants to find you doing. Now, I don't know what that is for you. What it is for you may be completely different for me. It probably is. Why would he have us all do one thing, right? Come on. If, you know, if, if, I've got, if I've got these boys and girls here and I can pray into them, he's not going to send us all over there. He's going to send you to a place where you have a special anointing, a special word, a special connection with these group of people. And instead of, whew, I can feel the presence of the Lord, if instead of sharing the weather, or sharing who won the Super Bowl, or how far you think the Indians are going to go this summer, instead of sharing that, be bold and tell them about Jesus. Because who cares what they think about you? Can someone say amen to that? Who cares if he's coming tomorrow, if he's coming next week, or whenever his time is, who cares what they think about you? Can someone say amen there? I care. Whew, hallelujah. I care what the Lord cares about me, right? I care that he's told me to share his word with those who are broken and hurting, and he's given me the opportunity to stand there and share him, for he is is glorious and he is a God of peace and he makes life beautiful even though that you struggle he still makes it wonderful and I shall not stand here with all the things that he's called the people for me to say to those around me and suddenly he returns and I sit here and say I thought but I thought I had more time. I was going to wait until I had my baby. I was going to wait until I finished school. 
I was going to wait till I got a better job. I was going to wait till I, I had a little more money in the bank so I could buy a better car. He doesn't need all that. Whoo, hallelujah. All he needs today is you. Can someone say amen? All he needs is for you to say, yes, God. Yes, God. Yes, God. I'll go. I'll go. I'll go. Lord, me. Send me, Lord. Or would you rather just sit and just take your chances? our special guest speaker today at Encounter. All of our guest speaker messages can be downloaded from our website, godenc.com. Messages from Bishop Michael Rice are freely available on iTunes. Find us on Facebook under Encounter. We are